0: Thank you for joining me this week in another episode of the Be About Books podcast. I'm your humble, blessed, and highly favorite host, Bianca X. Jones. Today, we are going to be talking about transitioning to a full time author and staying relevant in the industry. Let's start the show. Transitioning to a full time Arthur. So I feel like in my opinion it can be as easy or as hard as you make it. When um in November of twenty sixteen, I think right before I released um Kane High from Love Part four, I wanna say that's when I put my two weeks in for my job and on the last day that I clocked in I was like I was like oh my god like my mind was everywhere I could barely do my job I'm like oh my god this is my last time working I am um, I am to quit this job like and write full-time like I never wanted to be a writer and could I survive off this and like one of my thinking, like maybe I should rescind my two weeks notice. Maybe I should go PRN. Maybe I should do um, part time. Maybe I should do something just to have for sure money coming in. And I was even thinking this, even though at the time, Cane High from Love had been on the charts for like maybe like two, three months and not high, not really low, maybe like 40, 50, 60. Somewhere in there, can High From Love had been there. And I'm just like, oh, my God, what am I doing? Like, I shouldn't do this. Like, I'm getting advice from everybody. Like, because at the time, like, I'm still new. I had just signed a contract in January of 2016. So, I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I am new. And can High From Love is the series that put my name out there a little bit. Like, not even where it is now, just a little bit so I'm just like oh my god what am I doing I'm still like what am I doing what am I doing and so then um I'm like so I went home and the next morning I get up to write because I'm used to getting up in the morning so I'm just I get up and I write I started writing started writing and then at the end of the month when I knew I had made my made the right decision is when I had first got my really high royalty check for four thousand dollars i'm like oh this is the type of money y'all making in the industry okay okay so i'm like okay i did make the right decision cool so i'm like okay so i can do this so then the next month my royalty check was like two thousand dollars so i'm like oh okay so it fluctuates like that so then I'm just like, okay. So now you have to be like, you have to get on it because this is how you eat, this is how you live. You live now like you don't clock in to anybody. You not, you're not going to get that for sure, two thousand dollars every two weeks from your job. So you have to, you have to do what you have to do with this. So I, um, so I said all that to say my first point is make sure you have money saved. Like, especially if you are, uh, I'm not going to say brand new, but if you are an author who doesn't have a consistent reader's base, meaning that you know you have at least 50 people, 60, 100, whatever the number is going to for sure read your book. Like, you know how some people have for sure, okay, we're going to read this author. If you don't have that yet, you make sure you have, Money saved up because just like I just explained, you're going to have a low month. You can go from a $4,000 royalty check to a $2,000 royalty check to a freaking $200 royalty check. So it's just like, I'm exaggerating, but that can easily happen. So make sure you have money saved up for one of those low months. So my other point is make sure that you are open to criticism and change and when I say this as a when I'm seeing this as a full-time author I mean like this is what I'm gonna say this repeatedly throughout this podcast but this is what you do to eat and you have to be open to constructive criticism, not those people who go, oh, this is horrible. Oh, this is read This person should never write a book again. No, not those people. People who going to sit you down and say, okay, so Bianca, here's how your book can be better. You should do this. You should do that. You should do this. Like often, my best friend, Brienne tells me, Bianca, don't. Show. T- I mean, don't tell. Show. She often has to remind me that in my in my like like at this at this stage. I mean, now she often has to remind me that. So it's just like, just be open to constructive criticism, and and read. Like, make sure you are still trying to perfect your craft. Like, I don't want to read your book and you're in year three of this author thing and you still sounding like you are in year one, like. Make sure you read. So when I see authors who say, Oh, I don't read, I'm like, Oh, well, I probably won't read your book, but if that what works for you, that's what works for you. Because I feel and when I and I say that with all the love in my heart, because I feel like movie producers and you know people they watch watch movies good movies watch bad produced movies to say oh i don't want my movie like that so i'm saying like read read books that has bad have bad reviews read books that have good reviews like read it all because you want to know what you don't and what you do want your book to sound like not get it that most people say oh i can't read while i write okay but while you're not writing Make sure you're reading. Even if you're not reading a book in your genre or, or it, make sure you're reading a book from something. My The first book that I can see on my bookshelf right now says, Master List for Writers. And in between books, if I know I'm going to write a different genre, I pull a book, something like that from my bookshelf. And okay, so I flip through it. I can't see the other books right now because, you know, I'm a little blind. But the next one says The Body Thesaurus, I think that's what that says. If I'm going to write a romance book, I'm going to pick that up. Or I'm going to read a romance book. Or I'm going to read a romance book in another genre. Like, you have to be consistent with wanting to better your craft. Like, point blank, Period. My next point is, like, believing in yourself and your craft. Let me just tell you something. I get it. Like, a lot of people don't read new authors. Hell, a lot of old authors don't have the same readers they used to have. But at the end of the day, like, you have to believe in yourself and your craft. Like, I... This is just this is just me, and I'm not talking about anybody specific or or any of that. But I'm gonna say, for me, I am more reluctant to pick up uh, Arthur's book, who is always complaining on Facebook with the "woe is me" crap. Like, oh, people don't read this. People don't read something different. People don't do this. People don't. And when I say I'm reluctant, it's just that what are you doing to put yourself out there? Like, this don't have anything to do with this topic. But this, I'm just going off script. But this, like, what are you doing to put yourself out there? Are you trying to, like, are you trying to draw readers or are you complaining about how you don't have readers? Like, being a full time author, I guess I can tie that into being full time. Like being full time, you now have more time to promote yourself, period. Like, period. That's it. You have time to promote yourself now. You're not sitting at your desk, you're not working the line at a production um company, you're not Working at the hospital, whatever it is that you used to do before you decided that you were going to become full time, you have you can um, use that time to promote your book. Because if you don't have a really strong, solid reader base before you do this, you're gonna have to go get those readers, and you have to promote yourself. And this is gonna be a separate podcast about promoting, but I'm just saying. And I'm gonna leave it at that because that's gonna be a separate podcast. Another thing I wanted to say is stay on a schedule and give yourself deadlines and because this is personal for me and I'm gonna put it out there for you guys. When I became a full time author before, I was I mean, I didn't do much, but I did go out like with coworkers. I did have people that um you know, I would go out for drinks with or you know, people that you talk to at work and stuff like that. So, when I became full-time, you know how you talk to those people, but but seeing that I'm, as I'm not from here and I just I'm, you know, I moved here and then you like I was just invited into other people's circle. Because I either work with you, you know what I'm saying? Met you through the coworker. And when you don't see those people, you know, it's like out of sight, out of mind. Until you like see them at the mall or something. But when I quit my job, I'll say that I became more of a recluse. I messed up. Because during the day when you're up from nine, like... From nine to five, eight to five, seven to three. Whenever you work, you're up, you're walking around, you just, you know, being, you just meet, talking to people and doing all this. When I quit my job, I'm here by myself all the time because my partner works two jobs. So he's gone most of the time. So it's just like, I'm here by myself. And of course, I have my best friends who live in Kansas city in New York. And we talk all the time, but it's not the same as you going out to drinks with your friends here with friends you have in the city that you live in. So it's just like, I became more of a recluse. I stopped wanting to go places. My now my social anxiety is through the roof when I do decide to go places. So that's where I decided to, that's where I messed up at as far as like, You know, when I became a full-time author, I did not, you know, keep up with the people that I used to work with. You know, so it was just like, dang. But don't get me wrong, I do be happy to see y'all when I do the book event. So, yeah, I might be a weirdo, but yeah, I do enjoy seeing y'all. So, yeah, but that was just something personal that happened to me. So, now I am in the process... Of going back, going out more, um, even if it's just for drinks. I'm not count talking about vacation, y'all, because y'all know I will vacation in a millisecond. I'm talking about being here in Jacksonville, Florida. Like now, I am in a process of going out more, and that is going to be like one of my 2020 goals that is to like go out and at least make two new friends here in Jacksonville next year. Cuz you know, at this big age of mine, it's really hard to trust people, it's really hard to make new friends. So, but that's going to be a personal goal of mine is to just go out and, you know, meet people. So anyways, that was just personal back on schedule. But put yourself on a schedule. Because it's easy to become complacent. Like I said about my personal story, I didn't become complacent as far as writing because I was still releasing a book a month. What I'm saying is, um, don't, like, because some people can become complacent in the writing they could you know oh i'm at home all day now now you just like snacking and you just eating you know eating stuff and going to sleep not even just writing and and then when you do write you write a hundred words and you fucking get in bed so it's just like put yourself on a schedule and give yourself deadlines. Like, I use this word. this I use this thing called uh, Word Keeper. The Word Keeper app. I think they're charging um, now. So, I'll there's probably other apps. But I like that app the best. Because it says to me, if I want to write a 100K book and I want to finish it in three to four weeks, it says to me, Bianca, you have to write 3,500 words if you want to be finished with this book by this date. And that's what I do now. And um that's what I'm telling you to do. Like stay on a schedule and give yourself deadlines. Like even if you had to give yourself an incentive like, okay, so all right, like, yo, if you finish this book by your deadline, you can buy like fifty dollars worth of stuff or you can go shopping or you can buy this and buy that. Reward yourself too. So don't just give yourself a deadline, and be like, you know, whatever. But give yourself reward yourself for meeting your deadline. Cause trust me I be rewarding myself. <laughs> and that's what be you know that's why I am um, you know be finishing my books now because look I be telling myself, I right, be if you Finish this book. You can order this new keyboard that you want. You can't order these new shoes that you want. You can't order these shoes until you finish this book. And if you don't finish this book by this date, then you ain't getting nothing. And then, plus, my partner keeps me up on that too. Plus, he be monitoring shit. But <laughs> that's another story for another day. But yeah, so all in all, make sure you like save your money. Have I mean, you know, have money saved. Make sure you believe in yourself and your craft. Read these books. Like, buy these books. Like, I will post some of the. Well, I have it already on my Facebook, but if you need some of the books that I have, I can send you the links of the books that I got. Um, be open to criticism, constructive criticism, and change. And put yourself on a schedule and give yourself deadlines. That is really the key to transition into a full-time author. For me, this is all of this is my opinion. Don't take anything I say as fact, you know, cuz I don't want anybody, you know, you know, trying to make it seem like what I say is law. This is just what worked for me. So, yeah. One of my good sisters on Facebook, no, Twitter, wanted me to talk about staying relevant in this industry. And sister girl, let me tell you something. Thank you for um, suggesting this because as you know, which would be a separate podcast one of these days when I feel like talking about it. Because, you know, as you know, I'm not releasing right now. For those of you who know, you know. And for those who don't, you will be brought up to speed in one of these good old days. Like I said, when I feel like talking about it. Um, As you know, I'm not releasing right now. And I haven't released a series since February. So thank you for supporting me. For those of you who do, those of you who share this series, it was on the the charts for months and months at one, two, and three. So thank you. Staying relevant in this industry. The one thing I can say for sure is I have a reader's group. Well, I have two. I have one, you know, reader's group where everybody, you know, um chills out, and then I have another one that's um my private beehive group, and that's where I have like a lot of stuff that goes on in there that's privileged information so for those of you who are in that group, thank you for keeping everything secret, you know, but yeah, so for me, I feel like you should you can stay relevant by getting the reader's group and staying active in there. Even if you don't stay active on the on the main timeline, any medium that you're on, if you're not active there, make sure you have an active readers group. Because my readers group have been keeping me going since February, since I last released the book. And I say that because I just be like, okay, so you can, uh, you can post blurbs from your book, from old books, share with them you know what i'm saying because every day you're getting readers in your readers group new readers who haven't read all your work that you know because the um most people in your readers group like that is how you get your numbers because for me i tell people all the time the biggest promotion for me has been word of mouth like you know what i'm saying your people in your readers group You have, if like right now I have 3,000 people in my readers group. I know for sure at least 300, 400 people is going to read everything that I drop. You have people that don't read certain genres, and I respect it. But I have those people who's going to read every book that I drop, and they're going to tell people, and those people are going to tell people, and those people are going to tell people. So that is how you get the page reads. So make sure you have an active a active readers group. Even if you're not releasing anything, post blurbs of your book and the and the and the readers in that group who haven't read that certain book, they're gonna be like, Oh, what book is this? I mean you have to post something interesting, not the you know, not the first page or the third page. You have to post something that's gonna make people be like, Oh, what the hell is this? I ain't read this. And then they're gonna go read it. And then And maybe promote Like other people's books in your group Like maybe have like a small Um What am I trying to say Maybe like have like a small Um Book review type thing in there Like that's what I do on Sundays In my group I say oh what's the last book that you read That everybody should read One because I feel like everybody Can make money in this shit So if Like, if you're in my readers group, then you know. I post this every Sunday, and people post, I have a hundred comments of people saying, oh, I read this book, I read this book, and then there are people who are looking for things to read, and so again, you know, make sure, you know, that you're just staying active in your readers group, and I love my readers group to death, because they have been here for me, through ups and through downs, and I feel like that's pretty much it as far as like remaining relevant like well for me since i'm not releasing at the moment but if you are releasing books i say release books and people say being consistent releasing a book every month like and sometimes you just can't freaking release a book every month and that's okay if you cannot release a book every month do not let the people who release two and three books a month try to tell you that that's what you need to do Because if you can't do it, then you just can't do it. Period. But what I will say to you is make sure that you're always promoting yourself. If you're not releasing, make sure you're always promoting yourself. And at the moment, I'm saying that, but at the moment, I'm not promoting myself either because again, it's another story for another podcast. Be on the lookout. But Oh, I tripped myself out. But yes, if you're not releasing, just continue to promote your old work or promote parts of your new work that you're that you're working on. Because I used to be I back in the back in 2017, I think, like people was asking me, like, oh, how did you um how did you you know, I'm like, oh, you have to release a book every month, put your name out there, da 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 But I'm just like, sometimes shit, you just can't do it. And you, and if you can't release a book once a month, just, again, make sure you have people, and, like, even if you have to get a promoter, get a good promoter, like, get a good promoter, and have them promote your own books for you. Like, you may have, if you post a cover, you may have – A hundred people say, Oh, I haven't read I read this book already. But it's gonna always be those two people that say, Oh, I haven't read this, let me grab it. So you're not talking to those hundred people that read your book already, you're talking to those two people, because those two people can tell another two people and those two people can tell another two people. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. That's pretty much it. Now if I'm forgetting something, I'll probably um speak about it in another podcast. But for sure, that's all I have as far as, like, staying relevant in this industry. Because at the end of the day, sometimes people release a book a month and it don't be worth two dead flies with the wings clipped off. But it's some people who can release a book every three months and then should be like, oh, girl, when part two coming out? Or when the next book coming out? When you're releasing something else? So just do what you can do and that's it oh and another thing i feel like you can um people like um visuals not not though not people visuals like um, if you follow like um a Nicole Falls or Alex Warren or um Alex House or even Love Belvin though they call with the visuals Christina Jones like, they cold with the visuals. Listen, I'm waiting on one of them to say, oh, I'm going to start charging for visuals. Like, they cold with the visual. Like, they put your, put the cover, they had the covers in the background. Shout out to them, by the way. But if they put their own, um, like, they had pictures in the background. Then they have a, a cold-ass blurb on top of it. And be like, oh, shit, I got to read this when it come out. Oh, then people, then they be like, oh, this is already out. So, yeah, just make sure you, Just doing little stuff like that can make you stay relevant in this industry. But again, like I said before, if I'm forgetting something, I'll probably um talk about it in another podcast or any of that. So, yeah, that's it. That's it, girl. Like, so thank you for listening to me ramble. And I... Before I get out of here, I just want to give a couple shout outs to people and one of those shout outs is to Nicole Falls like I have been bugging her about starting this podcast (laughs) for months now and I've been had this stupid mic thing for almost a year where I said I was going to start this podcast and I have been putting it off and putting it off and putting it off I even um contacted her months ago I was like girl how you do this and I still put it off again and I'm just like you know what I ain't putting this shit off no more I'm gonna do it and I just did it And so I just want to shout out to Nicole For <laughs> putting up with me And my annoying ass Dealing with this podcast Another shout out I want to give to Is um Jessica Watkins Um I see that she's uh Producing Secrets of a Side Bitch Now I haven't read that series But I have the first book on my phone, and I plan on reading it before the movie drops. And I want to give a shout out to her because it's um very rare that you know independent authors get chances like this. And I'm talking about when I talk, I'm talking about independent authors who do you know urban shit like this. And if correct me, like anybody can correct me if I'm wrong, but you know. And I feel like when one make it, we all make it. And Jessica is such a nice girl, sweet girl. Met her a few times during the um, Chicago book event. Real nice girl, real funny. So, And she's one of those people that you can talk to about anything. So I want to shout out to her for getting this shit done. And hopefully that makes a... more producers, other producers and production companies get into these urban books, you know, to give us all a chance to make it. That's it. Thank you for joining me this week on the Be About Books podcast. Please follow me on all social media handles to stay updated with the podcast. Facebook like page and IG is Be About Books Pod. Twitter is B Books Pod. If you have any questions, comments, or want me to speak about something specific, please email me at beaboutbooks at Bye.